Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. But Mary Alice, we're, we're talking this week about living in the last days. And I've just been really burdened about this. You know, I'm already working on the next Clash of Dynasty series, mm -hmm. which is always a prophecy series for next year. Um, but I just am watching what's happening in our world. And, you know, the all the signs of the Lord's coming and the rapture have been fulfilled a long time ago. It's like they're being solidified and emphasized. Mm -hmm. But we're in the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and yesterday we talked about how that the Antichrist could not come until the Holy, uh, the Holy Spirit steps out of the way and the restraining influence um, from the church age ends. But now I want to go back to something that we talked about yesterday. And, and the Bible is talking in the book of 2 Thessalonians 2 about what's going to happen right before the rapture, right before the Antichrist comes on the scene. And it's that that's got me a burdened and concerned today because in verse three, the Bible says that day will not come and the day there's a tribulation until there is a great rebellion against God. Well, the old translation that I grew up with says the great falling away, but it really is from two Greek words that are jammed together. Apostasis, we get our word apostasy from that. And I wanna talk about what those Greek words mean because I think they'll help us understand our times a whole lot better. Apo means away, stasis, you know the word static means to be still, stasis means to stand. So the literal word apostasis or apostasy means to stand away. In other words, people do not stand where they once stood. And we're not talking about physical standing, we're talking about standing as far as like things that people believe, things that people have convictions that are true. And so the Bible tells us that something interesting, it doesn't say that people will be more atheistic and they will never have stood for God. He said they won't stand where they once stood. In other words, there will be people who either are Christians or claim to be Christians who once claimed to stand for something, claim to believe something, but now they don't believe that anymore. I mean, we see that happening, don't we? It's, it's over and over and over, and it's so perplexing to see um, people who have stood so strong, it seemed, for the truth, and now just completely abandoning the truth. It's just almost hard to process. You know, it is hard for me because I, I'm a pastor and, and I lead a church and, and I communicate every week. But one of the things that's very clear is that when people want to move away from something that the Bible says, it's easy for them to identify that teaching with a leader, with a preacher, mm -hmm. and say, well, I don't believe what he believes. Um, and we saw that, we see that in the book of Jeremiah. That's what we're reading right now, right? I mean, right. Jeremiah was giving the people prophecy from God, but the people were like unhappy with Jeremiah. Right, and then there was that other prophet, Hananiah. Yeah. And, and the, the false prophets were getting quite a following. Mm -hmm. And they were claiming to speak for the Lord. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get into what, what people say. I mean, people say too many kind things about me, and I don't deserve those things. But... You know, obviously, we take a stand for the Word of God, and so I'm, I'm going to get criticism and not worried about that at all. But one thing that stands out to me about that criticism is oftentimes what I've done in the message is shown people the Word of God, but then they'll they'll take it as a personal disagreement with, with me. I I remember I spoke about abortion back mm -hmm. in, in August, and, you know, there, of course, there was a lot of accolades, but there were a few people that were very critical and some that no longer are with us at New Spring Church. And in their messages, it was it was as if I had said something personally. Right. 
Well, I, I never have time to go back and watch an old sermon because I'm always watching the next one. But the other day, I just thought, well, I'll watch that message again. Uh, I actually just kind of come upon it by accident, so I thought I'll see what I'll say. And I looked at that message, watched it, and I thought, that message is filled with the Word of God. I mean, I went back and talked about the brephos, or the unborn baby in the womb of Elizabeth, who leapt with joy, leaped with joy at the greeting of Mary. You know, I mean, I, I talked what the Word of God had to say, but there were those who made it as though I had said it personally. And I, I do think that that, I'm not talking about me necessarily. I, I think what's going on is widespread throughout our world. I do think it's easy for people to just say, well, I disagree with that preacher, or I disagree with that denomination, I disagree with you know that viewpoint. Well, you know, we've seen, we've seen this strategy of Satan, um, like you said, even throughout the Old and New Testament. But the first thing people want to discredit or distance themselves from is the word. Mm -hmm. um, and, and to me, that just makes it so much more clear that that's what's so important here yeah. is, is the word of God. And, and in modern times, what we've seen in some of the more well-known leaders is, and you would point this out to me, is they would slowly start distancing themselves from the Bible. Just, yeah. little, just this part of it and this part of it and questioning it and then, you know, moving away. Um, and, and eventually they just dismount from the, the Bible, and then what are we left with? You know, one of the greatest Bible teachers I ever heard said something years ago when I was just a young man, maybe just a kid that stood out with me. He said, the Bible is meant to be a judge of us. We're not meant to be the judge of the Bible. Mm -hmm. But that, as you say, is what happens because you get a leader, well, maybe this part is not as inspired as this mm -hmm. part, you know, or, I mean, my goodness, one of, I guess the most conservative denomination in the United States, their president, uh, said about homosexuality, God only whispers about that. Well, I mean, one thing, God doesn't whisper at all. That was all his, all his point of view. But he was just saying it's, it, you know, it's not nearly as bad a sin as people want to say that it is. It's just this sense of wanting to be popular with the world culture. Mm -hmm. But it's not in a vacuum because the Bible says the great falling away will happen right before right. the tribulation begins and the coming of our Lord. And so I think for the people that are watching and listening to Noah's Window, I hope we all understand that our authority still comes from this book. Yeah. And, and if, if anyone is ever teaching anything that can't be validated and isn't clearly uh, articulated in this book, or if they try to discredit this book or, or parse it out in pieces and say it doesn't really mean what it says, I'm hoping that we will all, and those that are watching and listening to Noah's Window, will know to reject those teachings. Well, yeah, I mean, because for me, I'm thinking about this. If there's a great falling away right before Jesus comes, I want to have a great standing firm right. in my life. I mean, I just think it's all the more important for me to hold on to, we talked about that the other day on those window, hold on to what we know for sure. Mm -hmm. Because here's the deal. It never does any good to give in to the devil. Right. I mean, I think I preached a sermon, uh, I think it was one of the first spiritual warfare series that I preached called Never Meet the Devil Halfway. Because, you know, the devil's not gonna like you any better because you give in to him. You can't negotiate with You cannot no, negotiate you can't with negotiate. the devil. And, but I think there are a lot, of, a lot of Christians today trying to do that. And I'm sure the pressures are great, mm -hmm. you know? And I think a lot, of, a lot of Christian parents today are feeling pressure from their kids because their kids are in, you know, in education and they're, you know, in, 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 unfortunately we're seeing an influ greater influence of this apostasy in education. Mm -hmm. uh, although they're, you know, Lord knows I respect our educators and appreciate so much what they're doing and, and I'm grateful for it. But I just see these kids being uh, brainwashed by the world 
and it, it's a it's a greater challenge for parents today. It is, and and just because we, um, you know, just think about what you're saying, because you and I know that all the way up through the ranks, not just with the young children, but all the way up through, and even in uh, post secondary education. Satan is alive and well he is. in yeah. influencing in those higher education institutions. And there's no there's no level of uh, intellectual or academics or whatever that suddenly makes this book not true. Yeah. Well, tribulation curriculum is already out there. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's getting stronger and stronger. And so for God's people, it's just more and more important for us to focus on the Word of God. I think we had this again on Noah's window uh, maybe a few months ago. But Peter said we should move toward the Word of God like moving toward a light in a dark place. And the closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the closer we need to get to the Word of God. But I'm determined by the grace of God. I don't want to fall away. I mean, in these mm -hmm. last days, you know, when I think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and that was their, the names the pagans gave them. They were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. When I think about them, I think how tall they stood mm -hmm. when they refused to bow. You know, everybody else has been over, but you know, Hannah and I, Michelle, and Azariah, they're standing tall. May God give us the courage and the wisdom to stand for Jesus. Because remember, if you're with Jesus, you're on the winning side. That's right. Mary, let's pray for us. Yes, let's pray today. Oh, Father, thank you so much for your great love for us. And I just pray that you would be with us as we uh, stand for you. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just empower us, bring us courage and uh, just use us father for your glory and honor in these last days as we see so much crumbling beneath our feet we help us to stand strong on your word help us to remember how important the authority of your word is in this day and time because not only does it show us for sure what what's important to you but it also gives us the uh, the truth that we need to stand on uh, hope for the future all the plans that you have for us that we've been talking about thank you for that great uh, encouragement father i just pray that you would be with each and every person that's watching or listening today each and every family that's represented father we need you in our lives we need your presence we need your guidance we need your healing and your comfort and we need you to give us the courage and the faith and the strength to stand firm in these days when uh, standing for you can become very unpopular but help us to be faithful father give us give us that in this day and time and we're just going to give you all the praise and the glory as we see you work in our lives and we thank you for this father and ask all this in jesus name amen well thank you for joining us on noah's window today uh, we'll be back tomorrow and all this week we're looking at living in these last days and what we need to be thinking about and how we need to be focused and we'll keep that going for the next few days we'll see you tomorrow god bless see you soon